Hello everyone and welcome to another Game Reactor Quick Book. We've taken a look at quite a few DJI drones over the past, I think, year and a half, but this might be my new favorite for a couple of different reasons. This is the Air 3, and it obviously was sent to us with the Fly More kits. That basically means that you get a bunch of extra rotor blades, you get a, an extra battery pack, which means that you can charge all three batteries at once and then quick swap them while you're out and about doing something with your drone. And the uh, and just you know the bag itself, which I think is such an essential upgrade if you are a drone user, both professionally and also if you're just doing some you know amateurish fun with your drone. The Air 3 is sort of meant as a mid-ranger, so you have the bigger Mavics of the world uh, for your more professional use cases, and then the smaller Minis for just out and about excursions. Uh, I've used both. And this, I think, fits very well in what we do here at Game Reactor for our EV hour shows and, and the couple of extra uh, kind of B-roll assignments that we sometimes need to do. So the Air 3 is quite light and without sacrificing some of the necessities, which means proper range and proper flight time. So this entire package is around 1139 euros, so it's not particularly cheap. But in terms of what you can spend on DJI drones, it's actually not that bad. It gets you a double camera system consisting, uh, I'm just gonna remove this very trick so you can see what it is that I'm on about. I actually haven't used this yet, so this will be the first time that this drone is actually unpacked. Um, so I actually don't know how to get this off. The point is that uh, getting off right now, you can see that there's a double camera system in here consisting of a CMOS medium telephoto and a wide angle. That basically means that you get that fisheye wide footage that you would want out of a drone next to something which is a bit more, let's say, human-centric or forefront-centric stuff. A lot of people actually use their drones for that auto-follow footage that you would get from, for instance, a lot of people use it when they skate or when they ski. So they have something which locks onto a subject at the foreground and then the drone would automatically follow with all of the obstacle sensing obviously working next to it. So the point is that that telephoto will really come in handy there. Um, you get 46 minutes of flight time, straight flight time on one battery. If you buy the uh, Fly More kit, you will obviously just hot swap batteries while you're out and about. And it has all of the obstacle sensors, both um, from below and from the sides, which is nice. Those have come in handy for me when I've been filming with it. And it gives you about 20 kilometers of range. So not that much more than say a mini, but it is quite nice. And there isn't a lot of cases essentially where you need 20 kilometers of range. If you however decide to fly with it at range, you'll be happy to see this. This is the brand new RC controller and there's one main difference because there actually isn't a lot of differences, not in the software, not in the controls, not in the available buttons or the thumbnail sticks in metal as they used to. It is here, up here. There is now a little um, sensor array up here, which essentially just means that this has a stronger signal. I actually struggled a little bit using the Mini when I was in Norway hiking with some friends. There wasn't these, it was, it was the old version of the RC controller. And even as I flew around a mountainside, and it was only, let's say, in completely sort of a uh, bird's eye view, it was maybe a kilometer, two kilometers from my location, it started losing the uh, the signal or at least started getting shaken. At one point, 
it, uh, it does the thing where it does the automatic fly home, meaning that it will, when the signal is cut, it will automatically start to fly home to the position where it took off from. Very nice feature in general, which means that you won't lose your drone if you're at like a mountain range like I was, but this really should keep that from happening with these newer models. And that is very nice to see because these are not cheap. We've been over this before. So it's very nice to see that DJI has taken that feedback very seriously. Um, you get 4K60, obviously. Um, and this new bag, by the way, if we quickly uh, spend some time on it, I know a lot of people don't want to buy the Flymore kit. I think that is perfectly fine. But to me, having a bag which is made to store something this expensive is just completely, like, it's a non-starter. You need a proper bag for it. And the fact that DJI kind of redoes their own bag designs every single year it's just nonsense to me. Like you have to find a good like set design and then stick with it. But I will say that for the first time, I feel like they totally have it. The drone fits snug and there's a little um, foam mold at the bottom, which keeps it in. It is futuristic and usable and it has this nylon exterior and the soft interior, which I just feel like is a perfect match made in heaven. Um, the Mavic one, which is a much more expensive drone, just had this canvas bag, which felt like it was this shoulder bag, which was kind of, you know, pushed or molded into being a drone bag. This feels like it was specifically handmade for this product. So for 1139 euros, it feels like this might be the DTI drone to buy for most people. Thank you so much for watching.